It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Already midweek. You know, it's been such a weird uh, week because of the holiday, and I ain't working on a holiday. And, and uh, yesterday, we, you know, we, we uh, and, and I, look, I'm appreciative. We had John Gilbert on. It was news that needed to be covered and addressed, and we had that. And I, I really haven't talked about the game here on the show, Ben. I've talked about it on the morning show. Uh, ben B-Baby Byron, we didn't even get to say hey to Ben yesterday, really. We will now. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. There you go. Hey, Ben. Yeah, there we go. I'm getting acknowledged. No, Mississippi okay. uh, is in the house, and uh, I think Cookie's around, right? Woo! Yeah, he's having a nervous breakdown. He was fed bad information, and he's having a hard time processing new information <laughs> right now. So He's, he's rocking in the corner, freaking out. He I was love him. fed bad information. Fake news. Uh, 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 uh. So, um... You know, here we are getting ready for um, uh, ECU and ODU. We've got uh, we got some comments from uh, Coach Houston and the players today. Uh, stuff that we didn't get to yesterday. I know the coordinators are speaking at six o'clock, and we'll have social coverage for you on that, and then we'll have uh, uh, those comments for you tomorrow. Uh, so we'll get to the, all of that today in our pirate report. We're also going to give away a pair of tickets. And a gift card to Chica's. Chico's. Some call it Chica's. We're going to give a gift card away to Chico's Chica's. Mexican re- Mexican restaurant. I didn't mean to say that. Chico's Mexican restaurant. I love Chico's. Uh, and um, we're going to we're gonna uh, give away a pair of tickets to the game on Saturday night. You can go on us. Uh, a couple follow-ups from yesterday in just a minute. Uh, also uh, setting the table for the rest of the week. Friday, Doug Martin. And uh, Sonny Sunalder will be on with us. And then tomorrow, uh, we're going to do Thursdays with Zoke this year, Ben. What do you think of that? I, I like it. I actually think that's a good time of the week because, you know, you get the injury report ahead of the game. You know, you've, you're, you're getting prepared for the Thursday night game that week. So I think that's perfect. Okay. Not an issue with that at all. So Thursdays with Zoke here on out for the rest of the season. Make sure we get a new promo on that for the air and new liner and the whole nine. Like we got to, I think we got to do a promo for Zoke Thursdays with Zoke, don't you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's going to be his day. I mean, I think the Panthers do have a Thursday night game this year, so we'll have Zoke what? out of a Panthers Thursday night game. That'll be nice. Okay. And then we're going to put the video up on the social. Is that the plan or on the YouTube? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, great. I'm I'm comfortable with all of this. Um, from what I understand, you know, the the work continues to be put in to make sure everything is uh, running a lot more smoothly this weekend, as far as concessions and 
those aspects. Aramark is you know, over the concessions and the food and the, and the maintenance. You know, everything's going to be a little better run uh, as far as the, the boneyard goes and the parking and all that. Uh, as far as the Aramark situation goes with concessions, uh, I did learn that this has reached the highest levels of Aramark, the high, like the very top level of Aramark. And obviously, as we talked about with John Gilbert yesterday, the university at its highest level, which would include the board of trustees, but also uh, the chancellor are involved in this. So uh, I understand that there's some dialogue uh, was happening and maybe continues to happen between uh, the head of Aramark and, and uh, Chancellor Rogers. So um, I think that that's a pretty serious indication that, um, that this has got to get uh, rectified and, and is on the road to getting repaired and improved and corrected. Uh, other than that, I think a lot of it is just the minutia, and we'll, we'll see if, and I have no reason to believe that he's, I mean, look, this matter has gotten, I've gotten more calls and f emails and texts and messages on this matter than, than anything we've, we've done. And we've, there's been a lot of things over the last two or three years at times that have generated a lot of correspondence from people. But this one has really... I was just reading some emails where we went on the air here from people. And, you know, I try to reply to everybody who sends me something um, one way or the other. Not that I have any pull or say or any of this, but, I, you know, just, hey, look, I hear what you're saying. We'll, we'll try to get the information when we have a chance to in front of people. I thought John Gilbert was very forthright yesterday. Ben, we've known uh, John pretty well. For the last few years, yeah, he's and been very I think, accommodating to come on air yeah. and talk about some very uh, difficult issues for him to talk about. He's just faced it head on every single time. And I thought yesterday he was—I uh, mean, it wasn't—it wasn't lip service. He was—he was pretty torqued off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he even said that multiple times that you know he's—I mean—frustrated, furious that this whole deal happened. I you mean, know, I also him? there was a number of issues. The scheduling thing, and we we can revisit that at another time. I think that was quite interesting yesterday, actually. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite points. Um, you know, people always complain, why aren't we playing UNC or NC State or even a Wake Forest every year? And then when you broke it down, it made a whole lot more sense. And even the smaller regional opponents, like you mentioned, a JMU or um, insert any other opponent that's regionally and smaller, uh, whichever one you you prefer. But uh, right. he even said, like, most of those teams are booked out till 2030. So, obviously, that, that makes sense why we haven't seen those teams here recently in the non-conference schedule. Well, guess who's got a game open all of a sudden next year or a date open all of a sudden next year? I did see this. Go for it. Old NC State. Cincinnati backed out on them. So what's their excuse? They're, well, they're headed to the Big 12. They don't want to play NC State now. I'm talking about NC State. I mean, they, let's book us now. I don't see any excuse why you can't book us. Well, we're already we're already accounted for next year, Ben. We got Michigan and App State and Gardner Webb. Uh, Gardner Webb could take a backseat. Come on now, Gardner Webb. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, talk to you later, fellers. There's another one. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. Marshall. Marshall's coming to town. 
I'm fine with all three of those, or all, all four of those, actually. But Gardner-Webb, you know, we have important matters to deal with. We'll push you back to the following year. You're okay with that. It's fine. Go in and get your payout. We'll play you. But see, the Wolfies would want ECU to go there, and then you'd have three non-conference road games, and it just it gets I, – I, 24 is where they both have a date. It makes no sense to – to not do that. Well, I, I'll say this, though. I, I mean, this is not a knock against ECU football at all. Nobody, please don't misconstrue this, but I don't think we're in a position right now we're trending towards that position or that direction where we need to be having home non-conference games anyways against these lesser opponents or these bigger opponents. So um, I, I, I think playing what? on the road against NC State is, is a, I don't think that's necessarily a bad deal there. I don't think that's a problem. I don't see no, why that'd be an issue. No, you can't play three non-conference games on the road. You're, you've lost your mind. I don't think. You, I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, these are regional you lo- you close lose games. A gate. You lose money. Okay, that's well, what's just, wrong with that. Next okay, year. well, you, now, you're guaranteed. Now, 24, to, yeah. 24, you got to go on the road. I mean, there's no two ways about that. But no, you can't do that next year. Get out of here with that mess. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm personally fine with it. Ben. I mean, honestly, we shouldn't have booked Michigan in the first place, just in my humble opinion. Getting paid? What do you mean, shouldn't have booked me? They'll get a ton of exposure. Well, if you're worried about losing Gates, I mean, I mean, Michigan makes no yeah, sense but, whatsoever to book. Well, no, you're getting paid to go to Michigan. Okay, They're I mean, that's, you that, show up. that's fair. Okay, that's fine. But uh, if it's an issue of we want more Gates, then maybe we shouldn't have booked those games. You're getting them. A lot of money to go up there. Have you hit your head? Did something happen? To you? Did you electric? I mean, if yourself? having a home non-conference games is so important, play games at home and get those gates and gets money from that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't see, I don't see what a lot of good does from playing <sighs> Michigan. Besides money, I mean, what's what, what good comes Exposure? from playing Michigan? Exposure. I mean, we, we're, what are we going to get thrown on national TV? I don't think we get thrown on yeah. national TV playing Michigan. I bet you will. I don't think It'll so. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe, right. yeah, I mean, maybe the CBS Sports Network. <laughs> no, I think it'll be a little I, I, better I, than the yeah, CBS Sports I don't Sports think it's going to be on ABC or anything like that. Well, Colorado State played Mich- Michigan on ABC. That is Why true, but that's them away? coming off a college football playoff appearance. I don't anticipate Michigan doing the same this year. Um, speaking of ratings, the top ten games from the week are in. The uh, Pirates and... NC State, a nooner on ESPN, garnered a 1.1 rating, which equates to 2,031,000 viewers. Ninth largest uh, audience watching college football uh, in week one. Uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, in prime time, uh, garnered a 5.2 and 10.5 million viewers. That was on ABC, and then... Uh, a 4-0 rating and 7.6 million for Florida State LSU, and uh, that was the second most watched game from the weekend. Oregon Georgia, 3.30 on uh, ABC, third with uh, 6.2 million, and uh, Ben Michigan, noon ABC, 2.2 rating, 3.9 million viewers with uh, Michigan and Colorado State. Boo. And then uh, it was Penn State Nobody Purdue on saw Fox. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Penn State Purdue on Fox at, uh, was fifth most watched. I don't, I don't recall those two playing this weekend. Three and a half million. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have watched that. The, the 
previous four, certainly. West Virginia Pitt was that Thursday night game, Ben, and it was on Fox 2, and it drew $3.1 million. I think it may have edged out Friday Night Rivals special edition on my RDC uh, that uh, I was on. I think we just did barely, get edged out barely. that night with yeah. the ratings. Yeah, I think we missed the on that Thursday night. I think they beat us in the in the rating book. Well, if you would if you would have Michigan, if Mush, Michigan would have been, <laughs> that's what we done. You would have to worry game, about it. <laughs> uh, seven was Utah, Florida on ESPN, two point nine five million. Uh, that was an 8 o'clock game as well. And then uh, Cincinnati, Arkansas, number eight on the worldwide leader, 2.9 million with a 1.5 rating. Uh, number 10 following the pack of Pirates was Western Michigan and Michigan State on the deuce with uh, 1.34 million. There you go, Ben. That was a Friday night game, too. That last one, by the way. Compare all of this to Serena Williams' final match on the U.S. Open. Uh, averaged 4.6 million viewers. And it's the most watched tennis match in ESPN history. I did it's I did happen to I did happen to catch cool. on. It was it I left the TV on and it was on. So, you know, they got my viewership. Well, it would have been it was the fourth most watched sporting event of the weekend. So there you go. Mississippi tells me that the matchup was good. I'll take his word for it. What, the Serena Williams? Yeah, the Serena Williams one. Yeah, yeah, that just last week was so busy. I didn't I I, I want to watch more tennis. I just I mean it's I I don't know. I kinda get annoyed when I turn on ESPN this whole week and the US opens on. Like I honestly I, I could care less about the US open in tennis. It's just one of those. Seems like a logical place. It seems like uh, the plus seems like a logical place to stick a lot of that. Doesn't Absolutely, it? yeah. I mean, that's that's a plus sport if I ever heard one. But I don't know. I guess I mean, until you get to a certain open. point, yeah. Until you get to a certain point. But see, it's in New York, and that's a very you know, it, that's a big deal up in New York. They love tennis up there. I watch Seinfeld. Well, it's, they it's play kind tennis of a, all the time. Yeah, it is. You watch it because of Seinfeld. the reason you're a Mets fan because of Seinfeld. Kramer was and a ball you, boy. Remember. Yeah, and then you were uh, you 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 realize that t- that uh, tennis in New York is a a touchstone as far as uh, pop culture it's goes. A staple up there. Yeah, it's a staple up there. All right, um, we've rambled on enough here. We've killed time on an opening segment, uh, so I'm calling the audible Ben at the line of scrimmage, and we're going to get a break, and we'll do our pirate report next. Before we uh, go to break, though, what call you want to do, Ben? Let's do caller number five. Five. Caller five now at 252-561-GAME is a winner of a pair of tickets to this Saturday's ECU-ODU game. And you'll get a Chico's gift card. How about that? 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. Caller five as we go to break. Pair of tickets to the Pirates and Monarchs Saturday night. And you get a Chico's gift card. We got your Saturday plan for you as far as your entertainment goes. We'll uh, announce our winner and do our pirate report next. Dan Patrick mornings. Adam Gold middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. All right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. 
Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. Summer's over, school's back. That joint pain is still here. It is time to do something. Patrick Johnson here. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, your back, your shoulder, and your hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue and QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're all living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today. Stop putting it off. Call now for a free consultation. 252-765-PAIN. QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-PAIN. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Old Dominion this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Back with Dr. Ethan Linker, the Pitt County School Superintendent, who was just named Superintendent of the Year. Dr. Linker, there's always been a unique bond and partnership between Pitt County Schools and our community. What are the benefits for each, and why has it been so rewarding? One of the reasons I wanted to come to Pitt County nine years ago was because of the community. And it's still what makes Pitt County Schools so so special. The partnerships between the different businesses and Pitt Community College and East Carolina University just give our students an opportunity to grow and have opportunities that they're not going to be afforded elsewhere. Um, our career technical education students have opportunities to go through PCC and go through a career technical academy. And then they can get a certificate or apprenticeship there and then step into our Tradesformers program, which would which allow them to actually get a real apprenticeship program and even get paid. How do people learn more about Pitt County Schools? Go to pittschools.org. That's pittschools.org. Thanks to Dr. Ethan Linker, superintendent of Pitt County Schools. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. All right, um, we have uh, a wiener, right, Ben? We do, we do. Uh, Ben, I'm looking here. I don't see the cut. Oh, there it is. Never mind. Um, Yes, William from Greenville was our big wiener today. Thank you for listening, William. He's got two tickets to ECU ODU and... And, and you gonna say it right this time? 
a gift card from Chico's Mexican restaurant. There you go. <laughs> I guess depending on who you talk to, either way is right. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it's not an indictment on on that fine establishment. It's, you know. I, I, Some people are the just less I say, the better. No, it's just the less I say is the better at this point, Ben. That's just what I would Very say. The less I man. say is the better at this point. I get myself in okay. trouble with my mouth a lot. So, you, Well, you do. You Like this nonsense you were talking about in the opening segment, the, the always anonymous text line is blowing up on that. Well, that's good. That's good. I'll take them I, I will not even, say, even though it's anonymous, I'm not going to say what, you, what they're asking me. I know who All is. right. Uh, happy birthday to the one and only. I should have had you cue up a birthday song here, Ben. Uh, the one and only. Big Hen himself, Henry Hinton, celebrating a birthday today. How about that, Ben? Did you see the Big Hen today in the hall by chance or anything? I did not. He was not around. But uh, you didn't ask him for his age, did you? He told it. He oh, s- did he? Said, uh, yeah, oh. he said how old he was this morning. On Yeah, he's been saying it for a few days now. Yeah. Why? So he was what excited you... for this. He was just like he was counting down the days for his birthday. Well, I don't know how excited he was. I mean, I, I think he's excited that he's you know kicking. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like it was. Uh, okay, a all right, you said it. You said it. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. I see it. where you're going. I see where you're going. No, no, you said it. <clears throat> you're a little out of line there. You're gonna have to deal with that tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm always out of line in the mornings there. Um. You want to do the pirate report, Ben? We got a lot of we got a lot of audio, a lot of audio Let's to get to that we uh, obviously didn't yesterday because we had other pressing matters. All right, here it is today's pirate report. And now Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, ninety four three, the game. Lengthy opening statement. I say lengthy opening statement from Mike Houston at his press conference Tuesday. A passionate fan base, also, and so it should be. A, um, obviously, a tough one this past weekend. Uh, you know, first, just want to start off with just you know, thanking our fan base, uh, our alums. I mean, just what a what an incredible opener. Um, you know, who who would have ever imagined? Uh, you know, Daddy Ficklin Stadium getting back to this, and it's. You know, I, I talked about it when I was hired. That we that was the goal is to get get the fan base back united and get get everybody back involved and invested in the program. And and certainly, you know, Pirate Nation's done their part in, in responding. And it's you know the the stadium was just incredible on Saturday. Uh, it's what we all want. You know, fans want it, the players want it, the administration, the coaches. I mean, it's it's what we all want. It was it was fantastic. And so and uh, and, and just what a, what a great game against a uh, a very good opponent. And uh, just really pleased with how the players uh, responded, particularly in the second half, uh, and just played so well down the stretch. Uh, you know, just the fourth quarter, the way our, our kids competed, um, and it's just really a, a tough one to swallow. You know, with the way the game ended, but uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a tough loss, but it's uh, it's one that we can take a lot of positives from. It's one that we can take a lot of things we got to do better from, because obviously. Uh, there's some easily corrected uh, mistakes uh, that could have helped us win the ball game. And so that's what we focused on the last couple of days. That's what we focused on at practice today. It'll be very important for us to get, uh, you know, to get some things corrected. And, and the goal this week is to get better. You know, we've gotta, we, we have to play better this coming Saturday than we did last Saturday. And, you know, we're, we're facing a, a, a very, very good opponent. Um, 
you know, I, I watched the game live the other night. I've had a chance to watch the film the last couple of days, and, you know, that was not an upset. I mean, the better team won the ball game, and to be honest, it probably should have been a wider margin of victory than it was. Uh, Old Dominion is a very solid football team, uh, you know, offensively, defensively, special teams. I think that uh, I think they do some really, really good things. They have playmakers on offense all over the place. Uh, I really like what they do defensively. Um, I just I think that's a, a very, very good team. I think it's going to be a dogfight on Saturday. I think that we've got to improve this week in order to have a chance to win. So uh, Ricky's done a great job there. You know, he came in uh, right after the 19 season uh, and had to kind of rebuild the roster there uh, and has done a very good job. And, uh, you know we, know, we know a lot of those guys. You know, I know ODU very well from my time at uh, James Madison. And, uh, you know, they've got a passionate fan base also. And so it should be a uh, pretty rocking stadium on Saturday. And Coach Houston uh, asked about how his team felt after the loss. Well, I think they're, they're obviously disappointed in not winning the game, uh, especially when you, you felt like you did, did the things you needed to to win it. Um, but I think they were very motivated Sunday. Uh, I would expect us to have a highly motivated, energetic practice today. And then coach was asked how Owen Daffer is feeling. Back. Well, I just, you know, he, he, he took it hard because, uh, you know, nobody wants to hit those kicks more than he does, and nobody takes it harder than he does. And so as much as fans may have been disappointed, he's more disappointed. And, uh, you know, we've, we've rallied around him. Um, I spoke with him Saturday night after the game and spoke with him again Sunday night. The coaches spent time with him yesterday. Um, you know, just watching him Sunday at practice, you know, he's sitting over there working on uh, the mechanics and fundamentals, and that's all it is. Uh, and the thing that he has proven that he is a top-level kicker. You know, he, you're not 19 of 23 with a 54-yard game winner, uh, perfectly executed onside kick at Marshall. You know, you don't do those things if you don't have the ability to compete at a high level in pressure settings. And so I expect him to bounce back. Uh, and, you know, he's going to have a great year for us, and we have confidence in him. Uh, today's Pirate Report, and uh, this is Mike Houston talking about uh, the play of Holton Aylers on Saturday. I thought Holton played very, very well. Uh, you know, there were a couple of drops in the first half that I'd, you know, probably you know, chalk those up to, you know, first game, first game with us, you know, because there were from some guys that are new. But I thought they all settled down and played very well in the second half. But I thought Holton from the from the very beginning, I thought he played very well. Uh, you know, I, he wishes he had the the one overthrow in the red zone back where he just you know sailed it a little bit on Isaiah. But you know he's on the run and you know it's uh, you know he'll learn from that. But uh, I thought he played very very well. Uh, he was playing against a very good defense and they did some stuff that's pretty pretty complex. Uh, we kind of knew what we thought they were going to do to us, and uh, he did a great job of handling it and, uh, you know, putting the ball where it needed to go uh, and gave us a chance to win. You know, that, that whole deal there at the end, you know, we go down, we score, uh, then we're down one. Uh, we elect to kick off uh, with the time remaining in our timeouts. Uh, we were able to get a three and out. Using the timeouts, we got the ball back with, you know, 2.30 or so left. Um, you know, I wish we hadn't got the penalty on the punt return, but still we were able to drive it down, uh, get well within uh, field goal range uh, with no timeouts. And that's, you know, that's, that's a veteran quarterback. You know, it takes that to do that. And so I just think he, he gave us a chance to win on Saturday. 
Uh, and uh, Mike Houston talked about how the entire team played a lot better in the second half. Right. Well, you know, that's the stuff with first games is, you know, you're out there and it's, you can, and we practice, you know, pretty game-like at times during preseason camp. But until you get out in the first ball game, you're not in the first ball game. And so, like, uh, you know, we give a, a post ball in the first half that you're like, how in the world do we do that? Well, it's, you know, it's the first game against speed, you know, against that, uh, that setting right there. So I thought we did a good job in the second half of settling down and just playing our style of ball. And I think that, uh, you know, I think we had five or six three and outs on the day. Um, I thought we defended the quarterback very, very well. Um, obviously, you know, the two big goal line stands. Uh, the interception late in the fourth quarter to give us a chance to, you know, score. Um, you know, I just think our defense just found a way to respond all throughout the second half uh, to, uh, you know, not only help our offense get us back in the ball game, uh, but also give us a chance to win. Um, and we've got uh, coming up Mike Houston talking about the play of the Pirates secondary. Very pleased. I mean, I think Malik is the veteran. You expect him to play well. Uh, I thought Demel played very well. I thought Jawan Powell um, looked like I, I hoped he'd look. You know, I, I'm telling you, that kid, uh, he is a competitor now and a great open field tackler. So just really excited to see those guys play that way. Mike Houston talking about, uh, and I guess this was, well, he's talking about the status of Holton Naylor's injury. There was the uh, injury to the non-throwing shoulder, which Holton said uh, popped out, popped back in, and then the decision not to send Mason Garcia in. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, here is uh, Mike Houston on that. Um, yeah, Holton's Holton's good to go. Uh, he'll practice today, so uh, should be no issues there. And uh, you know, we had made the decision and sat you know all the quarterbacks down last week, and uh, just in general. Uh, you know, said if it's a, if it's a deal where it's just one play, you know, helmet comes off, whatever. Uh, Alex would go in uh, and run the offense. Uh, if it's something where it's extended or whatever, uh, then we'll use Mason. And I just, you know, it's not that we've made a decision towards redshirting or not redshirting. And certainly, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with Mason, and you know, I just I think the world of him and and have the ultimate amount of confidence in him. But uh, you know, I don't want to burn a game for one snap early in the season and then look up late in the year and say, boy, I wish I hadn't done that. So just, you know, trying to be deliberate with how we use his eligibility and that's what's best for him and the program. Makes sense. Don't you think Ben? Yeah, no, we, uh, we kind of came to that conclusion Monday and uh, it made perfect sense. I mean, it could be a deal where how many uh, games do you have to burn in order for it to count against some. You can only play four. You Holton can get game. uh, Holton can get hurt fifth game, fifth to last game of the season, and the next thing you know, you already burnt um, his eligibility uh, earlier in that game because you had him out there for one play. I mean, you might regret that later, ended up burning his eligibility because he's got to start the last four games. So, yeah. I mean, well, that, that, happened, that happened last year uh, where the year counted against Garcia uh, in the Houston game where he went in for a snap because of a helmet. Yeah, and you off. don't want to do that again. So, I mean. Yeah. So, that it, makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, Mike Houston on why, in his opinion, the pirate rushing attack uh, didn't really get out of the starters blocks all that effectively last Saturday. Well, I think there's a combination of things. Um, you know, like the first snap of the ball game, they come out and zero blitz and they're bringing eight. Okay. 
Uh, there's not a whole lot of running room there when they're bringing eight. Okay, you, know, you, can, you can beat your head against the wall all you want to. I mean, you can take you can run into that wall right there all day long. You're not going to run through it. Okay, so but uh, you also expose yourself a little bit too, which Holton was able to take advantage of that with our receivers. Um, you know, that's the thing is uh, I think we do have a balance of guys uh, to where you know if somebody does try to do that, we can take advantage of the matchups we have on the outside. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, Raji and Keaton made some big plays. I thought we ran the ball better in the second half. I thought we did a better job, uh, especially on the uh, last touchdown drive. So it's going to be a deal where we try to be balanced all throughout the year. Uh, and certainly we, we want to get those guys going, uh, but we also have the weapons on the outside to uh, you know, take advantage of some things if people want to load the box up on us. I thought maybe we would uh, just move these player bites to later, but they're not terribly lengthy. So you, I think we just go ahead and go through them now, do don't it, you? Yeah. Let's do it. We burned this red shirt with these guys, right? Um, it was a poorly drawn conclusion there, or, or transition, wasn't it? All right, uh, Chance Bates, Kennesaw State transfer on uh, how the team bounced back. Um, like I said earlier, we bounced back great. I feel like we was never down. We win as a team, we lose as a team. Uh, we learn from our mistakes, and we're going to continue to keep going and make sure we play at the best level. Bates, who had a great game on Saturday, said it uh, was great to play in front of a packed stadium. Uh, the atmosphere was crazy. Uh, my friends kept calling me, asking me about it. I just told them I felt like a kid again. Like it was just, it was just unbelievable feeling the energy from the stand, from the, from the fans, looking in the crowd, seeing all the purple and the gold. It was a great, a great experience, and I'm looking forward to more. And thank you to all the fans that came. Yes, indeed. And Chance Bates on how he is a uh, fit in with the Pirates since arriving on the scene? Uh, yes, I felt, I felt very comfortable. I feel like I was, since I came in since the summer, I felt like I fit right in. So just feeling the energy from the stands it just make me feel like this is where I belong. More bounce back questions. This one uh, going the way of Avery Jones. Um, I think with a game like that, you just got to try to keep that same type of intensity with practice and preparation. Uh, we prepare each week, like every team's the same, like team that we play doesn't matter. We're going to come out, try to win every game, try to beat up on the opponent, on the, on the opponent sorry. So. Avery Jones, one of the big uh, bodies up front uh, from Havelock and uh, transferred from uh, UNC, as we know. Uh, Avery Jones on the preps for Old Dominion. Um, like I said, just staying with that process. I feel like you know, um, Coach Houston ha has built a process here, that a standard that we don't really you know fall back from, and that he expects um, every day at practice. So uh, it's it's going to be hard, uh, you know, as a leader, and as a leadership council talked about keeping that um, same type of hype, but um, you know. You got to do that every week to compete. So that's what we're going to do. Now, Avery Jones and the Pirate offensive line did not give up a sack against NC State. They're much valued uh, linebacking core in the front seven. And uh, Avery Jones gives us some uh, reaction to that stat and some insight as to why. Right. You know, and that's something we wanted to work on. Uh, from last season, you know, giving up, giving up a lot of sacks that we didn't, we feel like we shouldn't have gave up just off of mistakes and off of, you know, things that we can control. So uh, that was big for the O-line and big for our confidence. Shane Calhoun asked about uh, the Pirate team bouncing back after that tough one-point loss Saturday. 
Um, you know, I feel like the team feels like we played pretty good. Obviously, we didn't come out with the win, but, you know, I think it was a way to see how good we are as a team and uh, kind of focus on just improving the things that we have to improve on, and hopefully we can finish better and play a lot better next week. Shane Calhoun on playing in a packed Audi Ficklin Stadium. I mean, it was crazy. I've never seen um, Power Nation show up that big before, so it was kind of a new experience for me, but it was something that I feel like the crowd, um, you know, helped feed the team. We kind of fed off the energy, and it helped us play pretty well on Saturday. And then Shane Calhoun on what changed from the first half to the second? Well, at halftime, we came in, um, we kind of talked it out, and we said uh, the outside guys in the slots, we have to make more plays as a team, you know. Um, in the first half, um, a couple plays got away from us, but I feel like we came back out in the second half and just were more meshed as a group and knew how to make plays to win the game. All right. That is today's Pirate Report. Uh, I tell you what, Ben, why don't we grab a break? And then um, we'll come back and then we will... Um, We'll give a uh, a little bit of a uh, a look at uh, you know the ninety four three the game sports update. A pirate got the big league call up today. Ben will uh, give you the details, and uh, we'll have a lot more when we come back. Uh, B baby Byron with an update, and then uh, I guess I'll hold my beer. We'll be back. The Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Old Dominion this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Hello, Eastern North Carolina. Matt Murchison here at Greenville Nissan. I'm along with Scotty Turner. Hello, Matt. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, bro. Good to see you. We're going to talk about new vehicles today. We got trucks coming in daily. We got pre-orders coming in. You got to check us out. Check out our website where we can pre-order a vehicle, even buy a vehicle online. Scotty, they're coming in daily, aren't they? Every day Saturday, we had kicks and verses come in, a total of seven. And hello, Eastern North Carolina. <laughs> it's good to see you. It's a great time if you're looking to build your car or put a car together. If you're looking for a Sentra, Versa, Kicks, Rogue, Rogue Sport, let us know because right now, Matt, we're taking deposits every single day. I cannot express the urgency that we have yep. with our new car selection as we continue to grow it and push it because as soon as they come, out the door they go. That's right. Because as soon as they get here, like you said, they're gone. Check out a great selection of inventory. We've got a great selection of CPO units on our website at GreenwoodNissan.com. We are here at Greenwood Nissan. Check us out on Greenwood Nissan. Again, GreenwoodNissan.com, where we drive to serve. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here, just Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi, 
In which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the pour is the unapologetic cola taste. Ah. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. Nitro Pepsi. Smooth. Creamy. Delicious. Hi, I'm Eric Fire, your friend in the car business at Fireford in Lincoln and ECU alumni. I'm excited about the ECU football season, and I want to wish the Pirates great success and a great season. Here's some limited savings for you Pirate fans. Mention this ad and save $500 off any new or used vehicle at any location. Stop by in Williamson, Plymouth, the region, and always open online at Fireford.com. Let's go Pirates. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Ben Barton here for your 94.3 The Game sports update. Let's start with ECU football as East Carolina head football coach Mike Houston addressed members of the media Tuesday prior to Saturday's non-conference contest versus Old Dominion. Coach Houston on the effort in the second half in that game against NC State. Right. Well, you know, that's the stuff of first games is, you know, you're out there and it's, you can, and we practice, you know, pretty game-like at times during preseason camp, but until you get out in the first ball game, you're not in the first ball game. And so, like, uh, you know, we give a, a post ball in the first half that, you know, like, how in the world did we do that? Well, it's, you know, it's the first game against speed, you know, against that, uh, that setting right there. So I thought we did a good job in the second half of settling down and just playing our style of ball. Moving on, John Gilbert joined the Patrick Johnson Show yesterday in the aftermath of concession parking and student issues in the Boneyard. ECU Director of Athletics John Gilbert yesterday on our sister station, well actually not our sister station, this station, 94.3 The Game, talked about that it's not feasible to go with another vendor besides Aramark. Feasible to go, hey, we're going to go with this other group uh, you know, we, we need the infrastructure that, that they provide. Has that been communicated, uh, I guess, through the university, but also through your department? No, no absolutely. Uh, you know, I've been on the phone. And, and again, I, I just, I hate it for all involved that, that we're in this place and, and we are going to fix it. Uh, but, but for the chancellor and I, over the last three days, to be talking about hot dogs and bottled water, right. yeah. uh, it, it is not a, a, a space that he and I should be dwelling in. Gilbert announced that two unopened bottles of water will be allowed in the stadium for all attending ECU games moving forward. The East Carolina women's basketball program has added Jakira Brown in the role of assistant to the director of operations, director of recruiting job. The team announced Tuesday Brown played college ball at the University of Virginia before playing for several pro clubs from 2018 to 2022. A couple parts in the pros when it comes to baseball as Alec Burleson has been selected from the Memphis Redbirds to be called out to the called up to the St. Louis Cardinals. This came in light of outfielder Dylan Carlson getting a left thumb sprain and being placed on 10-day IL. Also, Connor Norby, Connor no, excuse me, Connor Norby doing great things in minor league ball for the Bowie Bay Sox as he's the player of the month for the Eastern League. He had nine 
Hoon Run, seven, 37 hits and 25 runs with 26 RBIs in the month of August, becoming the Eastern League Player of the Month. Congratulations, Connor. Moving on, the Panthers are making a roster adjustment. The team wave cornerback Brandon Hogan from injured reserve and added Davion Nixon back on the team to the practice squad. Coach Matt rules to the team couldn't go into the year of too many D linemen. Meanwhile, Hogan has dealt with knee issues throughout his career and only played in three games since being drafted in 2021. Wake Forest is getting some good news about their starting quarterback. Sam Hartman has been medically cleared to play after recovering from a blood clot. The school announced yesterday that the quarterback could play in Vanderbilt on Saturday, but Coach Dave Clawson hasn't given a timeline for his return. Hartman led the team to an 11-3 record last season. That's going to do it for your 94th inning game sports update. Now time for holding my beer. Do you have something you need to get off your chest? Get off your chest. I am not here for rage. I'm here for revenge. Did your favorite team blow another game? They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Or is there just something that's driving you crazy? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's time to let it all out. You have made me very angry. Very angry indeed. With another edition of Hold My Beer. Hold my beer. Mm-hmm. And done this in a while. It's been a while with football, you know. Everything kind of threw everything off. Well, I mean, somebody wanted to go on vacation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, I was at the beach for part. I mean, you can't complain at the beach, right? Yeah, you're too busy holding some beers at the beach. I was holding a few. But technically, uh, beers. we were doing it. I mean, we were holding. Well, beers, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, if you're unaware of what hold my beer is, it's uh, it's 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 a take on what uh, the old grind my gear segment, right? I mean, you got exactly a you got a, a grievance, uh, something you want to air out, just something that doesn't have to be sports. It could be anything. Uh, this is Mississippi's for. Did we put Mississippi where in in the other room where he can hear Ben? Because that would have made sense, right? Since we know that works now. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's. He, I mean, he's right here, right next to me. I mean, he could talk oh. about this mic. He's fine. Well, he had an issue okay. getting right up on the mic in the other room. So no, that is yeah. true. Like he then he started spouting off some nonsense, like you were earlier. Um, so I, what I, you know, I really, there's, I, I mean, I have a little something, but it's nothing groundbreaking, but why don't you, do you want to go first, Ben? Cause I'll go with Mississippi first here. Now does Mississippi understand the rules of the game? Hold my beer or in his case, hold my soda. Cause Miss, Mississippi's an intern. Do you understand it? Mississippi explain it to I, me a little bit so I can. Oh, geez, Louise. Ben, that's why I said you go first. So you could show. All right, all right. I'll show him. I'll show him. <gasps> I got to I got to hold my beer. Hey, my I beer. might have just changed mine by the way. Okay, you might okay. be the, all right, you all right. I'm be, sorry. I'm you sorry. might be in the middle of it. Okay, there just you so go. You know. All right. So my my hold my beer moment is definitely the guy that like is the ultimate hold my beer for me is uh Cam Newton and there's reports coming out now that you know, we heard from Cam Newton a couple months ago he's perfectly fine in a backup role and being on a roster, where apparently there's reports now saying that's not the case that he won't take up a backup role, he won't take a backup role, and he won't take a backup contract. So Cam Newton's my holding my beer. Uh, I Just a huge hypocrite and a guy that clearly is not a starter or a starting caliber quarterback anymore in this league who thinks he's way better than what he really is. Yeah, but look, he's at least consistent with what he said, though, right? I mean, he, he's at well, least Well, he cons- did come out and say that, uh, he was fond of uh, taking a backup role. He just wanted to be on a roster not too long ago. Ah, 
So that's why it's like, all right, you're. Well, maybe not. Maybe now, he's yeah. inconsistent then with what he said. But Look, yeah, he's just like washed. his career, inconsistent. Yeah, he's washed. He can't. He's not a starter. And I, long term, I don't even think he's a backup. He proved that last year. I mean, you need to have a quarterback that is going to be by and large really healthy. But I, I also just, I you know, I, I don't know. Would he would he disrupt the locker? You know, the thing we never really heard about Cam. Now we don't know if it's the case or not, but there was never any discussion that he was a, a locker room disruptor, right? Yeah, that was at yeah, least I the mean, one thing. I, I is that he mean, had he, the worst he, start out of any quarterback last year for the Panthers? Oh no, it was awful. Miami That's saying a lot. Year, but what so I'm saying is he he, he you could bring him into your locker room and he's not going to derail your chemistry i mean that's never been the accusations that we've heard no right? i mean they said he was a great leader in carolina even sam darnold said he was an asset in the locker room i'm yeah. just not sure on the field but oh no no he couldn't do anything long term but if you'd be an asset on the field right if you needed him for two or three games i think that's about the extent of it right he's got to understand that role though he's got to understand he's a yeah. backup and he's got to assume that role and it doesn't seem like he's willing to do that all right mississippi do you understand in your case hold my soda you just whatever is on your if there's something that ir it irks you or agitates you. Noah was right. the best at this. All right, Ma. it could be sports, it could be something else, but it's hold my soda, Mississippi. All right, Ma. You better say hold my soda or, my. or I'll <laughs> wrap your knuckles. All right, my hold my soda moment is the fact that I drafted Zamir White so so early in the draft. So I was pretty busy from like doing school and work on Tuesday, and me and Ben, uh, we had this fantasy league, and I put Basically, what I did is I put my um, the players that I really wanted on cue and the auto draft thing uh, drafted Zamir White very early. And I was like, man, I could have got him in the later round. And now he's one of my starting running backs. And my fantasy league, my running backs are kind of in trouble. So <laughs> that's my hold. That's your hold your soda. So you talked him into this, Ben? Is that what I'm understanding? Talk him into what? I didn't talk him into anything. Fantasy league. Oh yeah, I mean he wanted to join. I did. I, while you I, I, were I off doing what? It. While you were off gallivanting on the West Coast, which by the way you've changed since you've gotten back from the West Coast. Really? While really? you were off, while you were off gallivanting on the left coast, and I was here holding it down with the ref and Cookie and whomever else was in the hizzle at that time. Okay. You sent me this. Was it a text? It was a text. Join the Asking fantasy me to league. Join yeah. Asking me to join your fantasy football league. This guy said no and disappointed. No, me. I don't want any part of that. I don't have time for that. You just said it once a week, and that's all there is to it. Well, obviously, you it, it could that could be problematic. You just heard what Mississippi said right there. Well, no, that's his fault. That's on him. Now he's got a running back who's projected to get four points starting. That's all on him. I think I would like the idea of putting the roster together. The draft but I don't and putting think, the roster together is the best part, to be honest. But I don't think I'd like the week-to-week -week stuff. I think that the, the minutia of that would just – I'd get very disinterested very quickly. That's fair. I've done NASCAR ones. I, it kind of stinks. I really hate it. And I've done basketball ones, and they stink. I just love football so much where I can deal with it. But I get where yeah. you're coming from. It does get exhausting after a while unless you really, really are just a diehard and love the sport. You'll watch the Bears versus the Jaguars or something, which – uh, most people wouldn't do that. I have nothing to, to really gripe about here. I mean, I could complain about NC State and the scheduling and not scheduling ECU, and now it looks like Marshall's who they're going to schedule oh my for gosh. that Cincinnati game, but their fan base and 
media fanboys think that they're going to get Oklahoma or Texas to come here. I mean, I could go there, but I'm just, I don't care. I'm on to Cincinnati. Actually, I'm not on to Cincinnati. I'm on to Old Dominion, which is the same thing as being on to Cincinnati, right? Yeah. I mean, that's your Belichick moment. That's my Belichick moment. The heck with the Wolfies. I'm done with them. All right. Uh, that is uh, a, a welcome back installment of Hold My Beer. Mixed results. Hold my soda in the case of Mississippi, but got to get the first one out of the way. Yeah. I mean, we're, uh, we're getting back to the swing of things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we'll break and come back and wrap up today's show right after this. Oh. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates host Old Dominion this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Properties Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Off-roading is all about going fast and getting technical, which is why Honda built the 2022 Talon 1000 Sport Side-by-Sides. It all starts with a 999cc powerhouse, along with Honda's exclusive automatic dual-clutch transmission, an available Fox Live valve suspension. Add in more storage and more responsive i4-wheel drive system, and you're set up for serious fun. Visit Ron Ayers Motorsports north of the airport on North Memorial Drive, Greenville, and experience a Honda Talon 1000. For your safety, read owner's manual. Wear helmet night protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Honda SNS is for driver 16 years and older. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. Let your stylist make you look fantastic with a professional consultation, free shampoo included, and scalp massage, and a fantastic cut and style. And as safety is our top priority, rest assured we are constantly cleaning and have implemented social distancing procedures. Fantastic Sam's, affordable by design, caring by nature. Call for an appointment today with locations in Goldsburg, Kinston, Greenville, Newburgh, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, Uptown Brewing Company is your friendly neighborhood brewery on Evans Street. Pirate fans, come hang out at Uptown Brewing Company after the game and choose from several beers brewed on site. Uptown Brewing is a beautiful facility with a spacious tap room. Enjoy some pints and have food delivered by several nearby restaurants. Open 2 to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Thursday, 2 to midnight on Friday and Saturday, and 11 to 9 on Sunday. Stay classy, Greenville. Come enjoy a pint tonight at Uptown Brewing Company. So, you found the one and want to get married. Next step, you need the ring. Not just any ring, the perfect engagement sparkle that exemplifies your love. Bailey's Fine Jewelry is here to help. Our diamond experts, wide selection of high-quality diamonds, and customized financing make saying I do easy. We guarantee you'll love the ring or your money back. You're invited to see why Bailey's has been voted best place to buy your diamond. Visit us today in-store or at baileybox.com to find out more. Have you had a colonoscopy? If you're between the ages of 45 and 75, you need to be screened regularly for colorectal cancer. Dr. Philip Goldstein at Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center wants to keep you healthy. Dr. Goldstein provides treatment and quality care for all GI needs. Just call the office at 252-758-8181. Appointments are always available 
whole within five business days. Hi, this is Dr. Philip Goldstein reminding you that a colonoscopy can save your life. Visit our website, cddgastro.com, and come see us at Carolina Digestive Diseases. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, big thanks today to um, Ben B. Baby Byram. I was about also, to say, big thanks. nobody. Well, no, you and uh, Mississippi and uh, Cookie and the ref and uh, you all for listening. We'll give away a pair of tickets to ECU ODU tomorrow. We'll have uh, Jim Zoki on to talk about the Panthers and Browns. And uh, get you ready for ECU ODU. You may even have a little uh, Ricky, uh, Ronnie uh, audio tomorrow, their coach. All right, uh, catch you tomorrow, 5 o'clock, Patrick Johnson Show. See you then. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Pirate Report brought to you by our pirate partners, Moore's Old Time Barbecue Chicken and Seafood. Bring the whole family for great food. If it's not Moore's, it's less. Caripsy Restaurant in Emerald Isle. Exceptional steak, locally sourced seafood, and delicious signature cocktails. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color, Eastern North Carolina.